0: الحمد لله لا لا the لا 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 the لا 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 Inamakala kudammeen na ida do ila lahi wa suli, the yakkuma bay nohum ayya summit na bakunna. Sulla kulateen. In our deen, there's something called yaqeen. There's something called yikim. If a person has yaqin, absolute complete certainty in Allah, they go very smoothly on deen. And if ever a person has a lapse in the keen, a lack in yakin, they will stumble, they will fall, they will slip, they will commit some sin in their thing. I'll give you an example from the world. There's some things in this world that we have yakin about. So you have yakin that electricity is harmful for you. So if you see a sign and it says, danger, high voltage, because you have yakin, you have yakin and electricity, you even have yakin or iqtamad or trust in the person who made the sign you will make sure that you will not touch that electric wire. Now, if I come to you and I give you a delil, a proof from akal, and I tell you what, no, you can actually touch the wire because the wire is surrounded by a rubber-insulated casing. The actual electricity is in the copper that is inside the insulation. They just wrote this for your etiat, just for precaution. You can touch the wire. I don't think any of you would touch the wire. You would say no. You can keep all your rational, scientific arguments to yourself. I'm not touching that wire. I insist you can touch the wire. you decide not going to touch the wire. That's good. The hmm? Then I give you another example. And this is maybe for more children or young. So we all were told when we were young and we all turned our children. that at this time, in Zawal and Lohar, do not look right at the sun. Do not look straight at the sun. Why? Because it's harmful for your eyes, it's harmful for your sight. Now again, if I bring you a delium, that no, you know, if you look for ten seconds, it's okay. And even if you look for longer and you get any damage in your eyes, there are plenty of eye doctors and they'll fix it. You can do the damage and get the damage fixed. And that's us I convince you of that and I showed you proof that whatever damage will take place when you look at the sun. The doctors through some operation can cure that damage entirely. <coughs> All of you would say, No, I'm not looking at the sun. Hmm? I'm not going to do it. That's called yikin. Now understand, this is in our deen, it's called taqwa. So Allah swt says something is a sin, you don't go near it. There's a principle mentioned here. Not just don't do zina, don't go near zina. Just like that wire, don't touch the wire, don't go near the wire. And you will see when there's an electric station, they build a fence, they actually fence off the whole area, so you don't even go anywhere near it. Because they have yikin. So if you had yikin, that sin was as harmful as electricity, you wouldn't go near it and you would definitely never ever touch it. Now if your nafs sometimes wants you to do it, so sometimes indeed we make a mistake, you think, okay, I will do the sin, and I will do the damage, and I will fix the damage through toba. That's like the person who should look at the sun, and do the damage to the eyes, and the doctor will fix it, no problem. But you would never do that, right? Because your eyes is too valuable for you. Why should I damage it, even if I can fix it later? That's called taqwa. Taqwa means toba is something different. Toba is to fix the damage when it's already done. Takwa means when life so much yakin that this thing is damaging, I don't want to do it and fix it later. I don't want to break it and repair it later. I don't want to crash my car and take it to the body shop. I know the body shop can fix it. My friend works in the body shop. He'll make it look like it's brand new. I don't want to do that. That's the same thing. That's called yakin. So yakin is part of our imam, but yakin is actually an attitude. And a lot of deen is about having an attitude I'm using attitude in a positive way. Attitude means a framework, a frame of mind. Sometimes in, in English we call it, you have to be in the zone. You You want to preserve your ruh, Or in our Masha'id, this that of the soul from Tariqat Islam nafs Tazriyat nafs qalb to purify the heart, discipline the soul, rectify the soul. That's a mission. As a mission. As an example, some of you in Ramadan, you get on a mission. Mission is, yes, obviously you have to fast, dairy food food and drink, and relations if I'm married. But then you're also on a mission. And I don't want to lie. I don't want to listen to music. I don't want to be backbiting. You get in the zone because of the barakah of Ramadan. That zone, that's also called taqwa. Taqwa is another religion about wikaya, wikaya. Yeah, it means to abstain, to prevent yourself, preventive medicine. Like means that is better than in the spiritual realm. Than mm-hmm. Now most of us, most of the type of people who would come to the Muslim and Muslim to Rabbiyah, beyond, 80, 90, 95 percent they would just away from sin. But there's some area in their life There's something that's left, something. If it's an older person, it's often a relationship with their wife, or their children, or their parents, or their (coughs) brothers, or business, or money. If it's a younger person, it's the fitna of the eyes, fitna of the mirror. Normally, these are the two biggest problems that people have. That's the way it used to be. Now, even the older people can get problems with mirror. I'm always amazed in the UK, every time I come, we hear, and I, I'm very blunt, I call them horror stories. But the first time I'm sharing with you, I think, this term. Right? you never heard me say this term. But this is my own term. People come and tell me horror stories. Horror stories. person, biased, religious, praying in Masjid, married, having affair with another woman who was married, and now he got the other woman pregnant, he's to me and asking me what should I do about. Oh I mean, he's married and she's married. Now she's pregnant. Hmm? And then he even said to me, maybe you know we can just cover it up, and her husband will think it's his son." I said, "Yes, thing I not I tell is not Every do ten hundred it." What happened here, right? Why? What was the lapse? I'm telling you, I'm also doing this
1: (coughs) thing.
0: He prays, otherwise he's a good person. You ask him if he loves Allah, he will say yes. You ask him if he loves Rasulullah, he will say yes. Obviously, he came to me, so there's some level of remorse. In that particular case, more fikr was the problem, and I have to first convince him (laughs) that, forget the husband. First problem all, is Allah Spontane. you betrayed Allah سبحانه. Hmm? But why does it happen? And I always wonder, you know, why does it happen? If somebody's far from Deen, they don't love Allah Spontane, they don't pray Salah, they do these things. Well, you know, I can understand that because that's the, that's the way of life. That's the way of life that the world offers. If you're not in Dean, another the way of life is nuts. There are two ways of life left now. It's all finished now. There's no communism. There's only two ways of life on earth left. One is called Islam, and one is called nafs. That's it. There's really no terror choice, all right? <coughs> but why is it that a person who's on the path of Islam, he still makes a mistake and chooses his nafs? In the النَّفْسَ نَعْمَانِ نَسُولِ Allah tells us in Qur'an, that the nafs will supremely command a person to evil. Allah don't you look at that person. Who's taking their as their god, not their maabood? It makes sense that. But as their maqsood, or their mahabood, or their matlood, means they make fulfilling the pleasures of their nafs the purpose of their life. In one erring, one erring. Like if you go back to that example, now nah you understand what I call it a horror story. It's horrifying. Hmm? Okay. Mm-hmm. me and you are no better than that person. That's right. what I'm trying to tell you. We are the same thing as that person. Same thing. It means if he fell into it, me and you can fall into a real danger. You have to learn from this. It's called Ibrat. Allah uses this word in many different ways in Qur'an. next Ibrat. You have to learn and lesson and take heed from these things. So when I take your breath and then sometimes I do that, sometimes I share a couple of horror stories. So you people also get scared. It's good to be scared. The more scared you are, the safer you are. Why? The question is, why? It's nafs. This nafs is a jeep thing this nafs creeps up on you from behind. You. It sneaks up on you. It tricks you. It diverts you. It distracts you. It <coughs> captures you. Gee, one of these great Mishai? Why do you think they spent so much time talking about nafs? But there was a reason. There was a reason that this nafs, after shirk, Alamda's was taking care of a person's iman al right? The next big problem was nafs. First issue of the guy, with the person's has raki that sunnah, resalat, etc. The next big problem, they saw this, what they saw nafs. Everywhere they saw this nafs. Sometimes I read something in Sheikh she al really Ta'ala, what I was writing, I'm amazed. He was writing that over a hundred years ago. Almost a hundred years ago. And you think that you know, if he knew, <laughs> Some of our will be shocked how much worse it's become. Hmm? Nafs. Nafs. In other words, we stay away from 80, 90, 95% of sin. The 50% of sin that is left is nafs. And then we end up doing zul. One zone we do we lie to cover up that sin. Then we deceive others to cover up that sin. Maybe we do zul on the wives or the children because of that sin. Then he becomes a zanabhi. person is not a zana. He's actually a nice person. He helps people out. He gives charity and masjid. There's nothing in him. But because of the nafs, he also becomes zanabhi. He doesn't lie otherwise. Because of nafs, he become a liar. Oh, nafs. Twisted. Twisted person. Becomes a twisted person. Not his true self. Not his movement self. And the root of imam becomes suppressed. And what a lot of people do, they lead this dualistic life. Some of them even increase in the other aspect of their deen. They don't stop the sin. What they do instead, okay, if they read, they spend more time with Shaykh. If they're in Jamaat, they go more to the lake. If they're Taliban, they sit more in the roos. You'll see their bookshelf expanding with even more Islamic books. They increase that. They don't stop the sin. So this has to be clearly. Nothing will work except stopping the sin. You can do more zikr, you can do more dawa, you can do more ilm you can give more charity. You don't stop the sin, that sin will still drag you down. There's no substitute for stopping that sin. No substitute. It's like if you put a diamond in the gutter, and then you pour clean water on top of it. but It's still in the gutter is still in the summa. As soon as you're done pouring the clean water, again, the dirty water will come on it. If you're stuck on a sin, it's like your iman is in the gutter. Yes, when you pray salah, you pour clean water on it. And at that moment, don't you think it doesn't have any benefit? At that moment, it's easier for you to make do'bah. So what you were supposed to do, okay, you went on da'wah and went in da'wah, you cried and begged Allah at night and you made true tawbah and you left the sin. When you were you cried, and you left the sin. Right? Not that you went there, but you still do the sin, and then you return to the sin. Hmm? For some people, it's anger. Don't think nafs no, is just lust. For some people, nafs no, is anger. Hmm? Very sweet speech when talking to the customer and client in the shop and the work in very harsh tongue. Shalat Sunnah. Hmm? Now imagine you have this sunnah, you don't have this sunnah. You have the face that looks like the sunnah, but you don't have the mouth that talks like the sunnah. Hmm? What 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 is more important to us? Hmm? There's so many people like that. Harsh in their tongue, abusive in their language, even foul language. <coughs> You go get those horstries. When they say curse words, Allah would be given. Urdu, maybe Kudratin also, I don't know. Curse words. It's nafs, it's nafs. nafs. But the third nafs, which happens to people who have both of the first two, is they in denial. They don't think there's anything wrong. Maybe a jeep was like, who can nahi sakta. Nobody can explain to them, nobody can correct them, nobody can guide them. Even if they've taken themselves out of a Tawaso Milhaqi, Tawaso Mil Sabah. They take themselves out of a Deenun Nasiha. Nobody can give them Nasiha. The maybe because they're old, maybe their oldest brother, maybe their big donor, maybe they're something. Hmm? So they put themselves out of the range. Hmm? So what did we recite to you? Hmm? And you have to listen first. This is another thing. And many times he gets beyond this muta. Samitna. But you have to be a person who listens. And that's another problem. A lot of reason why people don't obey is because they're not willing to listen in the first place. They don't do samitna. now. how are they going to do ata'u? They're not willing to listen. Because they think they don't need to become bad. They think they're just fine. There's also nafs. There's not akkult, this is also nafs. Just like the lust and Shabbat is nafs, the anger is nafs. This is also enough i just find the way I am. And then they notice the good things about themselves. Whatever it is, they notice the good things about their deed. All of this is a trick and trap of the nafs for a person to stop noticing their sin. He keeps doing it. He keeps doing it. He keeps doing it. And sometimes years go by. Then we have good stories also, we should tell you that also. It have any <laughs> the worst stories. Sometimes when there are people who come to us like that, and they say they've been doing sin for five years, ten years, fifteen years. Hmm? And obviously, secretly, unknown. And then they say, Alhamdulillah, they find they've finally left us. <laughs> it, it. It's true, the It's the and of Allah SWT. All oh. leaving sin and due to Allah hmm. SWT. It's not yeah. Shaykh or anything, it's all Qadam and of Allah SWT. But then we get happy, (laughs) we say, Alhamdulillah. then we get hope and yes, you can beat the nafs. That's important to tell you also. That's also part of Ibrat. Ibrat is also to learn from the good lessons, not just from the bad lessons. Hmm? That you can escape the nafs, you can defeat the nafs. And Allah tells Al-Hadi, He has put a kuwa, a ta'khir, a power and effect and a strength in Deen that that power in deen is the thing that can overcome the power of the nafs. Not the power in you. we're weak and nafs is strong. But there's something stronger than the nafs, strength of the nafs, that's deen. Deen. person who's most good on deen. Alhamdulillah, we've seen ultimately, sometimes it's a long process, but ultimately Allah takes them out to the barakah of their strength of deen. They can become a process. Mm. Nafs. Nice. Mara, I'll give you a few practical steps. Alright, so that help a person fight their nafs. First of all, this is a field. They are masters in this. They are called Masha'ya. They are masters. You may want to compare to one of them. We may not want to give birth to any of them. Even if you don't give birth to any of them, you must read their works and listen to their Dhams and learn their teachings on how to free yourself from the your Alright? Because that's the maksad anyway. That's the purpose. Alright? The reason I'm saying this is because in, in now these more Indian Pakistani communities, there are these divisions. Okay, this person is an ill, and this person is to leave, and this person is to suffer. Right? There, those will always remain their specialized activities. Right? So everybody will specialize in something. But the purification of nafs part, that's not something unique to the soul Yes, there may be some long zikr, some particular type of marakaba, that may be khas, special to some particular Sufi. Right? But purifying your nafs, purifying your heart, rescuing yourself from sin that everybody has to do. And these people are the masters of it. They spent their life teaching this. They dive deep into Quran and the Hadith and the Yagrim so and they took out of that. from that the, Jawahir, the jewels and gems of guidance on how people can rescue themselves from their loss. And because true Masha'i, the real Masha'i from the the Quran. That who are the only of except the people of taqwa? So, what does it mean? They actually have it. They have taqwa. So, when you read, and there are very few people left like that alive. That's so why I'm also telling you to listen to them. Because when you listen to those big Mishaykh, even the ones who passed away, or you read their books, because they truly had taqwa. Their teachings will have an effect on your heart. Even if you find the English a little bit awkward, no problem, don't worry. You're not doing it for academics, but you need to have the best translation. You're doing it for the taqwa. Alhamdulillah, the nur of their taqwa gets translated. It doesn't matter if it's Urdu, Gujarati, English, good translation, bad translation. The nur of the taqwa gets translated. And their works and their words and their teachings have an effect on the person. And you'd be surprised, a lot of people who are telling good stories, that was the reason. As I heard Yalama sheikh I read this thing by Ghazali. I heard this one, even two lines by Sheikh told me. Just two lines, somebody what sent me? Somebody what sent me? A one-liner. And it had such an impact on my heart, it took me out of sin. So look at the power and the mood of these people. They're hmm? not alive anymore. And a one-liner, somebody in a different language translation. Sense is enough to shake the person's heart. Why? It's not because brilliance, genius, academics the more of their taqwa, and their ikhlas, and their kabuliyah, and their acceptance in the law. You have to connect to them. You have anger, read, or listen to what they spoke or wrote of anger. Believe me, Ebu it's easier, in fact, than you coming to me. It's embarrassing you come to a live person and I have to share with them. Not everybody can do that. But <laughs> you If you have any obstacle like that, no back us. Go to the past masters. But you have to purify your nerves. You have <coughs> to escape from sin. That's the first step. Second, is never content yourself with whatever level of deen you are on. Even if it's a high level of deen. Alam, Shaykh, Mufti, whatever it is. Dahi, Sufi, Zakir, whatever, tazib, Whatever level of deen Allah Ta'ala has given you, you should never be content with that. You should always want more. You should always try for more. And whatever Allah Ta'ala gave you, you should know this is just from the Fuzzle of, <laughs> of Allah You mean anything I cannot rely and depend on any amal or deen that I did because I didn't do it myself It's Allah gave me Tufib to do it I am free riding Free riding On hmm? the قرم of Allah Whatever you do, after you do it, it's from the karma and In the future, you make it, I want to make Majayadah and do more. If you do it, attribute it to Allah Spontane. Not that I did it, it was my Majayadah, my struggle, my attainment, my achievement, Attribute it to Allah Spontane. Third thing is you make Du'a for And you have to make Du'a, and you're talking to Allah Spontane. You have to mention yourself. You have to say it. Allah, cure me of anger. Don't just, Allah, cure me of sin. No, no, that's not really. You know, if somebody comes and says sorry to you, which one works better? They just say, okay, please forgive me for anything I ever did to you. They say it like that. Forgive me for anything I did to you. Or they come to you and they sit down and comment and they say, you know, a week ago we were sitting together and I was speaking to you. I didn't use a proper tone. And I've been feeling very sad about that. Please forgive me for the improper tone I used with you on that day. <coughs> you will forgive them. <laughs> and they just say, please forgive me. If Danny writes over you, I write for you. We forgive each other, so we go to Jannah. <laughs> He's not accepting it. He not make no real intention of changing. <laughs> you have to really think how you talked on this one and this is something we can get guidance from the Quran and Sunnah. Because Allah swt has preserved the du'as of the Anbiya in the Quran and the du'as of the the Sunnah. And the Anbiya were masters of du'a. Masters! How can you say that in the Anbiya? Layin salam sallam Masters! Because they were alafim. They knew Allah fountain, the most. So they knew how to talk to Allah and you have to implore have to beg on this fountain. Hmm? You have to use them. So many people, they don't use the du'as in the Qur'an, the du'as in the sun. And ulama, mashaAllah, itne kitabine gashake, hmm? Hizbul Beher, Hizbul Azim, and Adatul Mapur, Dalai al-Kharab, and all these little, the women, mashaAllah, they're women of this stuff. Women of the world of the Vat-parti. Men, they don't need this stuff. But the same strange thing. Men do actually <coughs> do'as. Maybe they think it's too low level activity for them. May mm. to have to make these du'as. from the Quran mm. from the mm. And then you make du'as in your own language and your words. So learn from the masters, strive more for deen and make if you do these three things and you found many people Allah, they were able to rescue themselves from their nafs. And that was the first thing. Accept and acknowledge the treachery of the nafs. Realize the deceptions of the nafs. Don't think that I'm above and beyond my nafs. jis Allah aap Don't be so confident and reliant and dependent. And Allah's Allah wasn't confident and reliant upon me. What does it mean? So, for example, when it comes to the Allah doesn't oh, trust you. me. He says, don't even look. Don't look at all. Hmm? Don't look. I, you say, oh, I say about myself. Have you say about by yourself. No, no, I'm a good person. Nothing will happen. Hmm, I can look at them. They're my colleague, etc. Allah taala oh, doesn't trust you the you have to trust yourself in and there are certain rules. You have to be by the rules. Never look, and never be alone. These are true, absolute rules. Absolute, you must stick to them, absolutely. Never look, and never be alone. There's many other than Allah, and they are based obviously, this <laughs> you, you have to you're try, your a doctor, you have a nurse, you're... Shopkeeper, a woman walks in. She asks you about product. There will be times when you have to interact, but there are two golden rules: never look, never be alone, and never have lust. Three golden rules, good You have to stick to them absolutely. Never think you are safe in any of these three things. Never. There is no situation. There is no exception to these three things. Hmm? If somehow some situation is forced upon you, out there in society somewhere, you must make a stick far, you must view it as a problem that occurred. Don't think that I right? a I right? I I I the But I in English, it means that if you're walking, let's say some car drives by and splatters mud on you. Obviously, that wasn't your choice. It happened without your will and your wish. But you still have to clean it up. The fact that you don't want it to happen doesn't mean you don't have to clean it. You have to go home and clean your clothes. So if ever you're in a situation where you end up being alone with Rameram, or for some reason you end up looking at Rameram, or for some reason you found some lust or attraction for Rameram, it's not my fault, or you some of you study, her you know, she was my school teacher at school, what am I supposed to do? My parents sent me to school, and there she is teaching me physics, what am I supposed to do? Hmm? Okay, fine. So, but you have to accept that it's a problem, and you go and you have to make a thick fun. And if that doesn't work, you be so... doesn't work, what does it mean? The next day, you still feel it. And then you start feeling it more, and then you start thinking about it outside. Then you have to go get professional help. Hmm? Just like in your own physical medicine. They say, okay, you feel a headache, you take a medicine, penadol, right? If it doesn't work, if it works, okay, great. Headache goes away. If you make your own part, lust goes away. Alhamdulillah, <coughs> Allah accepted your part. But if you say, I took the penadol, and the headache didn't go away, it keeps coming back, right? I keep taking the penadol, it still keeps coming back. Then what do you do? You go to a doctor. You go to a doctor, in this one second, you just tell them this much. I had a headache, I took Pandal, it, it didn't go away, keeps coming back, tell me what to do. The same thing you have to do, you have to go. It doesn't even have to be some big sheikh, you can go to Imam. You may ask you, Imam will come mm-hmm. Don't think you have to wait for big sheikh who's going to come, or traveling sheikh who's going to come. Every Imam is your sheikh. What do you think Imam is from today? It's so up to you what you make do. Is he just the person you will pray behind it? That's all your need is. That's all he will be for you. You could be much more. You can be your mercy. He can be your god. You go to him and just shake the similar tunnel. Maybe you work in a job and there's a new colleague and I try not to look at her, I try not to feel for. Her. Sometimes it happens, I go and make this stick bar, but I can't get rid of it. So I'm going to keep doing this to her, but I need something more. <clears throat> I need more. I need help. That's called Islam, that's called this And you have to keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it until you're cured. Just like you do in medicine. You keep going to the doctor, you keep trying different medicine, you keep getting tests until you are cured. If you inshallah and we inshallah follow these steps, you can rescue yourself from your okay? if you don't follow these steps, then you will need mixed life. And then it's a chance on the day of judgment. Hmm? There are some people we I mean, add this to last time also. There are some people who will only go to Jannah. And there will some people who go to Jahannam also. And there are two words, only and also. Some people, only Jahannam. They will never ever go to Janams. Straight Allah Ta'ala to Jahannam. And there will be some people, because of their nafs, will, from where Muqmanim might go because of shirk other things. Muqmanim who go to Jahannam, go because of their nafs. That's simple. So they will, because of their nafs, they will have to go to Jahannam also. And then later they will go to Jannah. So it's up to you. On that day, what do you want to be? You want to be only or you want to be also? Just remember these two words. On that day, what do you want to be? You want to be only or you want to be also? Based on that, you decide what you want to be in this world. You want to be only for Allah or you want to be also? You want to also do this sin, also a bit of nafs, also a bit of also a bit of interest, also a bit of kaza, missing prayer, also, 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 you be, get, get ready, in the judgment, you will also go to And In this world you want, in the day of judgment you want only Jannah, Then this world you better prepare yourself and train yourself and get the training to become only obedient to Allah sometime, and nothing else also. In hmm? inshallah. Hmm? And you imagine how happy that person will be, that on day of judgment he's told you will go only to Jannah. And you can you imagine how sad that person will be that he would be told you must first go to Jannah also? Hmm? Imagine he's stunned. Hmm? There will be many women more, more, to Jannah first. For only one reason. There's only one reason they go to Jannah first. Because ultimately, because of the iman, they will go to Jannah. Even a person will wonder, but why are they going to send a janat gen- 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 eventually? Why even send them to janat gen- first? There's only one reason for purification on <coughs> this. Saaf kokar janat jasakta. Janat is a place for the pure. So which part is impure? The imam? No, they have pure imam to They believe in the Prophet, no, they purely believe in the vehicle in the What was the problem then? What's the impurity? No. Now you understand how big an enemy your nafs is? Nafs is the one thing that can take you to Jahannam after you've adopted Iman. So fight the good fight. Even if you don't win, as long as you fight, you can hope Allah forgive you. But if you don't even try to fight the nafs, Allah will forgive you. Hmm? And if Allah SWT chooses, this could get it also does happen that Allah Spantle can decide it's His attributes. These are also Allah's Sifat hmm, attributes. If Allah Spantle wants, He could actually get angry and upset with someone in this world. For not trying to fight against their jobs. Not for succeeding. For not trying. For not even intending. Not even needing. And we have seen cases like that also when Allah does that to somebody. He's in the media show. Hmm? He abases. Not to little, but we will say now nah, to little, he gives disgrace and zilat to whom he wants based on and then you know if Allah Ta'ala gives zilla disgrace to anybody, there's no honor left for them in this world. Hmm? And that person whom Allah subhanahu ta'ala honors, there's no one who disgraced. and displaced. أَنَّ <coughs> أَكْرَمَكُمْ <coughs> <coughs> Honor lies in taqwa. Disgrace lies in nafs. Taqwa or nafs. Taqwa, there's no middle ground. There's no so-so. There's no moderation. Everything you do is either like taqwa or nafs. The <laughs> little bit of Allahu to rescue us from that. Fit at the time, the fitna of creation, the fitna of the the thicker of our lives, that one out of the food and sallam wa sallam. Let me feel forgive us for our sins. guide us on the path. Let make make us firm and steadfast, what Make us from the what Tawabim, and the due of our Iman. Protect our Iman from every fitna, from every tajali fitna, from every ideological fitna, from the fitna of the nafs, from the fitna of dunya, from the fitna of mal, from the fitna of makhloor. may I became protect the Iman of our children, of our families, of our friends, of our neighbors, of all of our descendants and descendants of the deen. And I that let no single one of our friends and family members, no single one of our descendants. I've become and Iman, i become distant from Iman. Ya'lla just like you're waiting to us to speak from our Iman. Ya'lla bi give us a and great us <laughs> a Iman, the greatest genital from those. Ya'lla <laughs> bi-kaleem, the ta'ala and the and Remove the lust from our heart. Remove the anger from our heart. Remove the arrogance from our heart. And we clean and cut. in their we clean The Shah, then we came out <Sundrafeet> a Hanakar Nijay, a Maribi Hanakar Nijay, a Maybe a dream, some of a love, a flock, and dungeon, 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 simple to lock a dungeon, حبیب جے ہم نے فلاں فصل تمام اخر کار یعنی بکریم سمشٹ کوم ادکو تمام ساتیو کو اوی پڑنے پڑنے پڑ ان کے میمن کو قبول فرماویں خیر کی ہم نے فرما دی اے بکین ہارا اپس the منند سنا میں اپ کی کی کو یاد but to إنك in the الرحيم to الله تعالى على عليه